and welcome to the latest Heli Jellycast, the audio magazine that gives you news and views about the world of radio-controlled helicopters. We'll be covering things like scale, 3D, F3C, new products, gossip, technical stuff, or anything really to do with radio-controlled helicopters. My name is Nigel Fraser-Kerr from Heli Lessons, and today we're coming to you from a reasonably sunny Ashstead in Surrey, which is in England. And this podcast is all about the Uniflow fuel setup. Now, the sort of things I want to cover in this podcast will include what Uniflow is, uh, how it works, uh, and a little bit about its advantages and its disadvantages. Now, I suppose the first thing we need to do is we need to give you a definition. And uh, this isn't a dictionary definition, by the way. This is uh, just mine. But uh, Uniflow is a way of configuring your fuel system, typically in a radio-controlled aircraft, so that the engine's mixture doesn't vary with the level of fuel in the tank. And what I'll say straight away is that if your aircraft is working okay, then please leave it alone. If it's working fine, it's really not worth installing a Uniflow system. The reason you might want to install Uniflow is if the um, model is leaning out towards the end of the tank. Uh, that's the problem we normally use it. Uh, we normally use Uniflow as a solution for. So, in order to describe Uniflow, I think the best thing to do is to start with a description of a normal setup. Now, in a normal setup, the fuel tank has got two important lines coming from it. From a clunk, that is to say a heavy weight with a little bit of fuel line attached to it, uh, in the middle of the tank, uh, the fuel line comes from that clunk uh, to the carburetor and it'll often go via a uh, filter or possibly uh, a, a header tank. And the other line that goes to the tank is the muffler line. That's go normally goes from the muffler to the top of the tank and provides pressure from the exhaust uh, to drive the fuel through the fuel system into the carburetor. And using this system, you'll find that as the fuel level drops during the flight, so will the uh, mixture. The mixture will gradually get leaner uh, towards the end of the flight. Now, to think about this and to sort of draw an analogy, if you can imagine a tall tank uh, let's imagine a tall cylindrical tank, maybe six feet tall, uh, open at the top, closed at the bottom, and we fill it right to the brim with water. If we then make a hole at the bottom of this tank, uh, we'll find that the water will spurt out because it's being pushed out by the weight of the water above. But as the level of the water gradually decreases, so will the pressure of the water spurting out at the bottom until eventually, when there's only a little bit of water left, uh, it, it'll, just be, uh, it'll just be coming out as a slow trickle. Now that is exactly what happens in a fuel tank of a radio-controlled aircraft. As the fuel gets lower, so does the pressure. Now at this point I know people will say, well what about the muffler pressure? Surely that's the thing which is pushing the fuel through. And the answer is yes, that's absolutely right. The muffler is supplying varying amounts of pressure, it varies with the revs, uh, it's supplying varying amounts of pressure, which does indeed push the fuel through the fuel system and into the carburetor. 
However, the problem is that the weight of fuel in the tank adds to that. So whatever the pressure is on average from the muffler, um, the weight of fuel will add to that uh, in a way which means that when uh, the tank is full you get a lot of pressure and when the tank is empty you get much less. Now that is a problem because, and you often see people uh, tuning their aeroplanes um, on the ground in the pits uh, before they take off and if they tune them absolutely perfectly uh, at that point they'll take off by the time they are running out of fuel or by the time they get towards the end of the tank uh, they will find that the engine is running slightly leaner and for this reason many uh, pilots will set their needle to be just slightly rich uh, before they take off to make sure that the um, mixture doesn't get too lean towards the end of the flight. Now in many aircraft that isn't a big problem but for some it is and that's why we use Uniflow. So what, how is Uniflow different? Well Uniflow is different in the sense that the exhaust line does not go to the top of the tank. Instead it goes to a second clunk. And I know this sounds crazy but so in, in a Uniflow setup you have two clunks in the tank. And this means that pressure is supplied to the bottom of the tank and the top of the tank is closed. And what this means is that the weight of fuel within the tank is supported by atmospheric pressure alone. It's not, and, and you, you, uh, the only way you can get fuel out of the tank is to push it out uh, with the exhaust pressure. And this removes the weight of the fuel or the level of the fuel uh, as a factor uh, in determining what the pressure is at the carburetor. So when you tune your model up, uh, you know that it's going to be the same at the beginning of the flight and at the end of the flight. Now the trouble with Uniflow is that it's quite a difficult thing to understand and it's difficult to picture it in your mind as to what's happening. Uh, so let's go back to our tall cylinder of water again. So let's say we fill it up with water and we, but this, this time we close off the top of the tank so it's completely sealed at the top. When we make that hole at the bottom of the tank we will find that although the water may come out a little bit initially um, after a while it will stop and the reason is that the atmosphere won't allow the water to come out because to do so would create a vacuum at the top of the uh, tank. So it's the weight of the atmosphere's pressure is pushing on the weight of fuel in the tank and keeping it in there. And in fact the best way to get it out would be to drill another hole and simply to blow it out and it's quite easy you could actually do that and you could uh, literally as much as you blew in um, to the bottom of the tank, that's what you'd get out of your other little hole. So if you imagine that, that's a good way of picturing what's happening uh, with the Uniflow system. So now that we get a lot of questions uh, with this, you know, things like um, do header tanks make any difference? Well header tanks actually make no difference at all in this setup because a header tank um, actually acts or is actually put in the system for a different reason. It removes bubbles from the fuel lines uh, and keeps the um, fuel going to the carburetor just clean and bubble free. It doesn't actually act as a header tank. It's one of those misnomers. 
Um, in a household heating system, for example, a header tank is open to the atmosphere and therefore when you keep it at a certain level you always maintain a constant pressure. But the fuel system in an aircraft is closed. So in fact you can think of the, the header tank really rather like just a thick bit of fuel line. It doesn't make any difference. And the way to prove this is to get a very long, two very long pieces of uh, fuel line and to um, get the whole fuel system uh, uh, filled up with fuel as normal uh, and then to, to, to raise the header tank to a very high uh, level and you'll find that it makes no difference at all to the pressure because the, the weight of fuel in the input line to the header tank exactly matches the weight of fuel uh, coming out of the output line. So it makes no difference at all. Um, in fact, the only thing that does make a difference in that sense would be the height of the fuel tank in relation to the carburetor. So uh, do remember that the, the header tank makes no difference. Uh, in terms of carburetor suck, a lot of people talk about carburetor suck. Surely that's what's uh, pulling it through. Well, in fact, carburetor suck is um, almost exactly the same. You can think about it in the same terms as muffler pressure. And... Uh, although it does vary with engine revs, uh, again, it uh, does not cancel out the effect of the weight of fuel uh, in the tank, or the level of the fuel in the tank. Um, now then, uh, one of the other uh, questions we have is, uh, do the lines in the tank ever get tangled? Well, uh, the good news is that uh, because silicon is a very, very difficult thing to tie, they never seem to get tangled, and in our experience, um, there isn't a problem there, so uh, uh, don't worry about it. Another question we get is, what about fuel pumps and regulators? Well, the answer to that is that if you have an effective fuel pump and regulator system, or some means of regulating the fuel supply that's going to the uh, carburetor, then you won't need uh, Uniflow. Um, really, the, a regulator should do exactly what it says and regulate the pressure. Uh, and if it's doing its job, you shouldn't need um, uh, Uniflow. So Uniflow sounds like an absolutely marvellous system. Are there any downsides to it at all? Well, there are one or two. The first one is a theoretical one, and I don't really see this happening much in practice. But that is the, um, or the thought is, that if you are running at maximum revs and you suddenly cut to an idle, to a tick over, uh, that there will be a brief moment of richness. And the reason for that is this. If you imagine a normal setup where you have the muffler line going to the top of the tank, that muffler line is full of air. If you're running at full revs and pressurising the fuel and then suddenly back off to a tick over, the, uh, any pressure, any excess pressure in the fuel tank quickly escapes through the um, exhaust line. However, in a uniflow setup, that exhaust line is full of a more viscous fuel and is more difficult to push back to relieve the pressure. And um, I, although th this is a theoretical uh, problem, I've never actually seen it cause pro causing problems in practice, but in theory you might notice a brief moment of richness just when you uh, back off from running at full power. Um, a second problem, and this is an issue that I've noticed, is that the fuel in the tank, because there are the both clunks are connected to the, um, the, the bottom of the tank, as it were, um, <clears throat> or because they're both sitting in the bottom of the tank, there's a tendency for the fuel to siphon out into the carbur into the muffler. Sorry, um, if the muffler is lower than the 
uh, tank, you have to be very careful of this. And uh, what I do is I just put a, a fuel clamp on that line. So um, <clears throat> really, um, that's about it. I think um, if you want more details, the best thing to do uh, is to have a look at uh, our website at uh, www.helilessons.com. That's heli, H-E-L-I hyphen lessons.com. So that's it. I hope it's been uh, useful and informative. And uh, for now, keep your flying safe. Goodbye.